I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break Italian, Season 3, Episode 12. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Salve a tutti e io sono Francesca. Come stai Francesca? Ciao Mark, sto benissimo, grazie e tu? Sì, benissimo, grazie. È contento perché ha fatto sole qualche giorno adesso. Sì, io mi sento veramente ricaricata dopo questi, non lo so, dieci giorni di sole qui a Glasgow. E questo a marzo è incredibile. Sì, è stato, non lo so, sembrava, sembrava estate, veramente. <ride> Ma adesso è finito. Sì, diciamolo, è già, è già finito tutto. <ride> Let's hope we get another little mini summer before, before too long. We are here with episode 12 of our third season of Coffee Break Italian. And today we're continuing on a topic that we covered last time, but looking at it in a slightly different way today, Francesca. Is that right? See, in the previous episode, we introduced the imperative, but we only focused on the tu and voi uh, forms. So today we are looking at the formal way of giving uh, directions, instructions, uh, commands, uh, suggestions, and so on. Exactly. And it's the kind of thing that we need to recognize, we need to understand, because you're, you're going to hear this very often in, in most situations. And uh, I don't know if, you're, if you're, you're buying a train ticket or if you're asking for directions or if you're perhaps even in a, in a restaurant or something like that. And you will hear this. So it's important to recognize it, but you never know when you're going to be asked for directions or something like that. So it's good to know it too. Sì, bisogna essere sempre pronti. <laughs> <laughs> allora, bando alle ciance. Sì, Mark, diamo inizio alle danze. Okay, allora Mark, as I said in the introduction in episode 11, uh, we went through the imperative for the two and the voi forms. Uh, shall we recap quickly uh, what we need to know when we, uh, when we are using that type of imperative? Absolutely, okay. So it's rather straightforward. As we said, uh, it's basically the same as the simple present in the uh, indicative with only one exception. Can you remember which one? That would be when in the are form we use an a instead of an i. And that would be the letter a instead of the letter i. 
Sì, ad esempio se prendiamo il verbo parlare, Mark. Then we would say parla. Esatto, the indicative is parli as you speak, but the command would be parla, speak. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Perfetto. There is also one other little thing that we didn't mention in, um, in episode um, uh, 11, but which is probably worth uh, uh, mentioning briefly, and this is the noi form. Yeah, it's a kind of imperative too. It's, it's used when we want to say, let's do something, let's all do something together. Sì, esatto. In English you use let's and in Italian, again, it's just the same as the indicative without using the pronoun noi. So, for example, what we have been saying for years, <laughs> cominciamo. So, if we just said cominciamo, it could mean we are beginning or we begin. But when we say cominciamo and we imagine an, uh, an exclamation mark afterwards, it means let's begin. And we can use the noi form of any verb to use that same kind of idea, like andiamo, let's go. Sì, andiamo, it's a very common one, let's go. Okay, molto bene. But let's focus now on the formal imperative, which is the key, the key grammar point of this episode. Mm -hmm. So, um, this again is, I would say, rather straightforward. And uh, uh, although we have never covered the subjunctive or we haven't covered the subjunctive yet, the formal imperative is basically the subjunctive. Okay, now when we're talking about subjunctive, we, we don't want you to, to get worried or to get concerned because it is something that has this sort of, um, I don't know, a kind of aura around it when <laughs> learners think, oh, there's this complex form called the subjunctive. And the thing is, we've actually touched on a few things, few examples of this over time and seen examples of it in different situations. So what we're going to be doing with the subjunctive is kind of feeding it relatively simply through these different lessons. And this is perhaps the first time that we're actually looking at any kind of forms. But as Francesca said, this formal imperative is based on the subjunctive, is basically the subjunctive. And we're going to look at a couple of forms of this now. Yes, so uh, if we put the subjunctive uh, to the side for a moment, we can just say that the endings uh, for the formal imperative when referred to one person only, so what we normally refer to as the lei form, the endings are the opposite of the informal ones. <laughs> so basically, e, a, a, yeah. <laughs> or in English... <laughs> I-A-A. Yeah, so what we previously had with the informal imperative, which was A-I-I, now becomes I-A-A. Let's look at some examples. Let's take parlare. Sì, okay. Parlare. So if we tell to one person in a formal way, would be parli. Right, so immediately you're thinking, wait a minute, you said that you don't use the E form for the imperative, but of course parli is our formal imperative, compared to parla, which is our informal imperative. And the confusion there, Francesca, you have to be honest, it's quite acceptable to be a little confused with this because it's kind of the opposite of everything that we've ever learned. Sì, 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 lo so, lo so, è un po'... All'inizio è un po' strano, ma piano piano sono sicura che tutto avrà senso. Esatto. And I think, the, the, again, the most important thing is here, that you're understanding this. If someone says to you, parli, in a, in a, in a formal imperative command form, 
then they're still being formal with you, even though it ends in E. Exactly. And as you said, the situation, the context would always help you understand if it is an indicative, an imperative, it's, if it's formal or, or informal. Exactly. So that's for parlare. What about an ere verb? Let's take prendere. Sì, prendere, it's an ere verb. So the ending we need is a. The formal singular imperative would be prenda. Okay, prenda, ending in a, prenda. And uh, the same happens with an ire verb. So let's take dormire. Dormire, dorma. Right, so dorma, ending in the letter a. And you may even be thinking, oh, wait a minute, I've heard dorma before. Um, What about nessun dorma? Uh, None Ah. shall sleep. And that's an imperative too, isn't it? Vuoi cantare, Mike? No, oggi non canto. <laughs> non canti? <laughs> Ero pronta. <laughs> so, yeah, dorma, uh, sleep, the imperative form. And if, say, if you say nessun dorma, it means no one uh, must sleep. That kind of idea. Esatto, sì. There's a tip that I often use with my students in class and um, it comes from the verb scusare, mm-hmm. an are verb. And this is something that we learn in our first uh, uh, classes of Italian, saying scusa or scusi. And at times we get confused. We don't know whether we have to use scusa or scusi. But now that we know how to use the imperative, we can recognize that scusa is the informal. You're like uh, uh, telling someone to excuse you in a way. And you can see the A ending, like uh, parla, mangia, scusa. Mm -hmm. And scusi is the formal uh, imperative of scusare. So now you know why you need the two forms uh, of this uh, uh, verb. I have to be honest, when we we receive emails and and questions from our learners at early stages, um, that is one of the most common questions. And the tricky thing is, at that point, it's quite difficult to explain about polite command forms and everything else. Um, I think at that point, we tend to just say, it's just like this and just accept it for now. Um, And later in your journey of learning Italian, you'll discover why. And now you've discovered why. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what about the negative formal command form, Francesca? Okay, uh, for the negative, we only have one option and it's basically keeping the forms we have seen and adding none in front. So if we go back to the verbs we have seen and we take parlare, for example, how would you tell someone in a formal way not to speak, Mark? Non parli. Non parli. O con il verbo prendere? Non prenda. Sì, o con il verbo dormire? Non dorma. Perfetto, è facile, vero? Okay, let's think now about the plural imperative. What happens when we're using plurals, but we need to still be formal? This is um, really interesting, Mark, and uh, um, it can be reassuring for our listeners uh, because it's safe to use uh, the voice form that we learned uh, in the previous episode to address uh, a group of people in, uh, in a formal way. However, there is the possibility, but for very, very, very extremely formal situations, uh, to use uh, the so-called loro 
form. But this is a little bit old-fashioned or really like imagine a super posh hotel in Venice, for example, uh, welcoming their guests and giving uh, uh, instructions or suggestions with the loro uh, form. But it's very, it's very rare. Okay, now, just while we're on this, uh, even though it's very rare, I know that um, our listeners are probably thinking, okay, it's rare, but still I want to know. Tell me. (laughs) So can can you tell us this, please? Yes, so we're using the ending ino, ano, ano, which again are the endings of the subjunctive uh, in the the loro form. So, ad esempio, with parlare, normally we would say parlate, speak to a group of people, which can be formal and informal. But for extra formality, uh, you could say, parlino, parlino pure, signori. (laughs) It does sound extremely posh, parlino. And then for the the, the ere form, so prendano or dormano, um, using the anno endings, um, and it does sound, it takes a little bit of time to get used to this, um, using these subjunctive forms, using these imperative forms. Um, but again, it's all about recognising them. See, I must say in my life, uh, I have heard uh, uh, this type of uh, formal imperative very, very, very rarely. But maybe I'm not uh, <laughs> posh enough. <laughs> no, I'm sure that's not the case. <laughs> Now, so far we've talked about regular verbs, but we also need to mention irregular forms. Francesca, these again are coming from the subjunctive, so we're going to see some things that that perhaps we'll begin to recognise more and more as we as we take further steps towards learning about the subjunctive. See, and in a way it's good that we start familiarising with these forms, so when we get to the subjunctive, we have already seen them and uh, uh, there will not be too many things to learn at the same time. So it's a little bit of a bonus in a way. I think the best thing to do with this is if I see the infinitive, can you give us the formal imperative forms of these verbs? Va bene. And we'll just see the uh, the singular forms because uh, there is really no need for uh, for the moment to see the plural uh, ones. Okay, so first of all, essere. Sia, avere, abbia, dare, dia, andare, vada, venire, venga, fare, faccia, and dire, dica. Right, so for example, I'm sure you've heard the phrase mi dica, tell me, say to me. And that is very, very common. So these are really common ones that you will come across. Um, so, yeah, just a, a few little points there. See, and we've also seen in the past vada uh, when we uh, spoke about directions or finding your way in a city. So vada is quite common to go Vada dritto, vada go dritto, straight, sì. vada a destra, go right, and so on. Certo. Okay, one final thing before we break, and that is what we do with pronouns, with the formal imperative. Francesca, when we were learning with uh, the the informal imperative, we did realise that sometimes we stick the pronoun on the end, uh, dimmi, and, and so on. But with the, the formal imperative, just as I said, the midica, it comes before, doesn't it? See, because basically we are follow uh, the 
the general rules for for pronouns. So because this technically is the subjunctive, we're just doing what the subjunctive would do with pronouns, which is basically having the pronouns in front of the verb. And that's the only option. For example, if we take the reflexive verb lavarsi and you want to tell someone in a formal way, wash yourself. <laughs> that everyday <laughs> occurrence, yeah? You never know. <laughs> <laughs> then you would say, si lavi. Si lavi, bravissimo. And there are no other options. Or a very common uh, verb, which is used in, a, in formal situations, the verb accomodarsi. Mm -hmm. I think it's a very Italian verb. It's like make yourself comfortable Comfort. or take a seat. And uh, it's, a, it's a reflexive verb, accomodarsi, or a pronominal verb. So uh, what would you say uh, that would be to one person? That would be si accomodi. Si accomodi, si. And this happens, for example, uh, I don't know, if you enter an office or if you go to the doctor or if you go and visit someone, it's quite common. Si accomodi. Great. Okay. And we've also come across this idea of putting pronouns in front with expressions like mi scusi. Si, mi scusi, si. Whereas we could say scusami if we're talking in the informal imperative. In the informal would be scusami, mm -hmm. esatto, si. So this is a, an important difference. With the formal, the pronoun must go in front of the verb. Good. Okay, we're going to take a short break and after the break we'll be back with a conversation and who knows, that conversation just may feature one or two formal imperatives. Chissà. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break Italian Season 3, we are also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your Italian. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode in which we'll go through every detail of the dialogues and a third episode for each lesson in which Francesca will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the lesson topic. Of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakitalian.com and follow the links for season three there. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. Today we're looking at formal imperatives and it's time now to listen to a conversation. Francesca, can you tell us a little about this conversation? See, I think in this conversation our listeners can imagine themselves quite easily because we have uh, a, a tourist in Italy who is not from uh, Italy and uh, he's a little bit lost finding his way, understanding uh, which streets to take to get to uh, to his destination. So a nice uh, uh, local man is uh, helping him finding his way. Okay, let us have a listen to this conversation now. Buongiorno, signore. Mi scusi, posso chiederle un'informazione? Certo, mi dica. Dov'è il Museo di Arte Moderna? Il Museo di Arte Moderna. Hmm. Mi faccia pensare un attimo. Ah, sì, ok, mi ricordo. Ah, ma lei ha la cartina? Sì. Me la dia un secondo, per favore. Ecco. Allora, guardi bene. Noi adesso siamo qui in Piazza Marconi. Ok. Vada dritto per 200 metri. Sì. Poi prenda via d'annunzio e prosegua fino al semaforo. Fino al semaforo, perfetto. Al semaforo giri a sinistra e poi continui per altri 100 metri. Il museo è sulla destra vicino al bar Michelangelo. Ah, mi sembra abbastanza chiaro. Grazie mille. Però non ci vada adesso. Come? Scusi? Non ho capito. Non vada adesso al museo, perché ha chiuso. Davvero? Non lo sapevo. Non me l'ha detto nessuno. Non si preoccupi. Ci sono molte altre cose da fare qui. Non conosco ancora bene la città. Mi consigli qualcosa a lei, se non è di fretta. Ah, ma lei non è di qui? No, sono scozzese. Scozzese? Ma che meraviglia! Adoro la Scozia, spero di venirci presto. Venga, sicuramente le piacerà un sacco, ma non dimentichi di portare con sé un ombrello. Eh, immagino. Però a me la pioggia non dispiace. Allora non dubiti, in Scozia si sentirà come a casa sua. Lei è proprio simpatico. E parla veramente bene l'italiano. Complimenti! Senta, visto che il museo è chiuso, perché non va a visitare la cattedrale? Buona idea, ma dov'è? Da qui vada dritto per 500 metri e poi giri a destra. Faccia attenzione perché deve attraversare una strada molto trafficata. Tenga gli occhi bene aperti. Certo, sono sempre molto cauto. Grazie, allora. Aspetti un attimo. Io sto andando al mercato, che è nella stessa direzione. Venga con me, se vuole. Così è molto più facile. Grazie mille. Si figuri, è un piacere. Ah, non lasci sul muretto la sua mappa. Oh, che sbaldato. Grazie. 
Andiamo. Certo, andiamo. Okay, so the, the solution was found and, and indeed a friendship was made, who knows? Sì, sì, sì. Let's go back through our conversation now and talk a little bit what happened and then we'll go through it in more detail in our bonus episode. Okay, so as we said at the start, uh, there's a, a man who is lost and he cannot find the Museum of uh, Modern Art. Okay, so what then happens? So basically, he just gives his map to this kind uh, local man who is, um, who is trying to help him find his way in, uh, in town. Okay, but in fact, he gives him some advice too. Yes, uh, he says that uh, the museum is actually uh, closed today, but uh, it seems that there are other things that uh, can be done uh, in, this, uh, in this city, luckily. <laughs> okay, now it just so happens that uh, well, the, the man is, is Scottish, as we've perhaps identified. <laughs> um, but uh, what, what, what does the, how does the, the local man react to this? Yeah, he seems really excited and he also says that he hopes to be able to visit uh, Scotland sometime uh, soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, then uh, the Scottish man has some advice. Yes, well, he says that he should bring, uh, definitely bring an umbrella with him if he, if he goes to Scotland. But the, the local doesn't seem to be really worried about rain and uh, probably he quite likes it. Okay. Um, the, the local man compliments the Scottish man on his Italian, doesn't he? Si, si, si. He's impressed with his, uh, uh, with his very good uh, Italian. And he also suggests that uh, um, he visits uh, the, the cathedral instead of the, of the museum. Mm -hmm. And so what uh, eventually transpires? Well, he gives him the directions to get there. Uh, he tells him to be uh, to be careful because of the of the traffic, and at the end, they realize uh, something. They're both going the same direction, so he he's going to the market. It's in the same direction, so they decide to walk there together. Sì. Okay. È quasi tutto per oggi, ma c'è ancora una cosina, Francesca. Sì, come sempre abbiamo la nostra, la nostra cosina e la cosina di oggi eh, è legata al tema della, eh, delle direzioni, del trovare un posto in, uh, in città che stiamo cercando. So what we have chosen today is something linked to the episode but more in a metaphorical uh, way. And the cosina is perdersi in un bicchiere d'acqua. Okay, so perdersi is uh, to lose oneself, to get lost, sì. in un bicchiere d'acqua, in a glass of water. Sì, sì. So what's this all so, about? <laughs> this is an expression that we use in Italian not much for real situations like this one where, uh, where the, uh, the Scottish man is in a way lost in this Italian town, but more for a general situations when there is something quite simple, quite straightforward, but we are suddenly lost and we don't know how to, uh, to tackle the situation or how to solve the problem. And we see it uh, like as a much bigger problem. Okay. Is it similar to like making a mountain out of a molehill? In a way, similar. See, si, oh, okay. see, si, see. Si. 
Well, let's hope that none of our listeners are getting lost in a glass of water over learning no. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Sicuramente no. Allora, davvero un episodio interessante, Francesca. Sì, davvero, Mark. Sono contenta. Eh, direi che è interessante soprattutto perché ci dimentichiamo a volte dell'esistenza, del, della formalità quando parliamo. Hai ragione. Forse dovremmo iniziare a darci del lei tra di noi. Che ne dici? Io e te, Mark? Non lo so, forse sarebbe poco naturale, ma possiamo provarci. Allora, signora Francesca, mi dia pure del lei d'ora in poi. <ride> signora Francesca, allora, eh, certo, signor Mark, non si preoccupi. Eh, Anzi, mi scusi per non averlo fatto prima. <laughs> oh, I think we should leave it there. Grazie mille, sì. signora Francesca, e alla prossima. Grazie a lei, signor Mark. Arrivederci a tutti. Ciao. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2022, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2022, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.